And welcome to the Daily Dose, part of the Afro Juju podcast. I'm your no BS entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and mentor, and also host of this show. And today I want to talk about the five ways you can qualify clients so you only work with the people you love. Let's roll into the show. The Daily Dose is your daily insight into the world of entrepreneurship, where I share my very best secrets to help educate you on building a six-figure business. Each day I share secrets on entrepreneurship, business and marketing so strap yourself in for your daily dose from your no bs entrepreneur afro derito so pick this episode today because i'm currently working on my kind of higher end product and service so this is me working through this now so i'm actually developing the product and services right now and through that process i thought let me share some bits with you because this is all about educating you on how to build your six-figure business. So this might inspire you to think, oh, I might use that. Because I know for a fact, I've worked with many clients over the years, hundreds of them, uh, in the personal training space and in the business space now. For that journey, I've had varying different clients. I've had clients who have been fantastic, who have transformed their lives. I've had clients who are on the other end who are not so great, are not coachable. You end up spending more time. You personally spend more time trying to get them the result than they are so there's definitely a mismatch and misalignment so you want clients that are aligned with you otherwise it just doesn't work you've all been there in the beginning where you just take any client just to get going and maybe you undervalue your services or products or maybe you then end up working with people you don't really want to work with and then it ends up being a weird relationship of like oh god it's that client again and nobody wants that in any coaching practice at all you want to have a client where you're like yes i get to work with this person they're amazing they um, take action they get results they move forward that excites me as a mentor and as a mentee that excites them too because i'm there for them i'm there matching their energy levels and their and their ambitions and drive etc so you want to be in alignment with your client so how do you avoid getting those time wasting vampire sucking clients essentially so these are the five ways I've been doing it previously and I'm starting to do right now. So these are things I'm putting into practice. So I only talk about things I'm actually doing here. So I don't just talk about it and don't implement. So I believe action is the only way you're going to get results or changing your actions and behavior is the only way you're going to get new results if you're trying to step into a new space, especially during this COVID time of pivoting and navigating through the craziness that is the pandemic. So I've got a list here of five key things here. So number one, branding. So that's one way of pre-qualifying or qualifying clients is your branding. So what kind of branding have you got out there? Branding doesn't just mean colors and images and logos, etc. It's what people say about you. So what are people saying about me, for example? Think about your client base and the people you're trying to attract and previous clients you've worked for before. So think about have you had the kind of branding and are they talking about you in the right way? Because the way they speak about you will then share the message with their friends or co-workers, or other people in business that want to work with you. So that's the key thing. So is your branding spot on? Are people saying the right things about you? If you're giving the image that you're cheap and cheerful, that's the message that gets spread around. And when you get referrals, because this is what happens, oh, you charge X person X pounds per hour or X for that product or service. Now you've got to charge the same. Right, so branding is one way to qualify clients. Number two, your advertising message. So what message are you putting out in the world? That's paid advertising. So if you're doing Facebook marketing or LinkedIn marketing, whatever platform, Instagram, whatever you're choosing to use, even a leaflet, um, just think about 
what is your message saying? Does it say you're high quality, high end, or does it say low budget and mass produced? That's very, very important because your message has to resonate with a client you want to work with. So for example, if I want to work with a higher end client, I'm not going to put out there that you will get X amount of time for per hour because the per hour model, everybody's using. So you want to be more results based. What result are you going to achieve for that person? Because that's what people want when they pay you for a higher fee. Higher fee being like two grand plus, you want somebody who's going to give you the money based on the result, not based on per hour. So start thinking they speak a different language, people who've got more money. So people with higher budgets don't speak like the people who've got lower budgets. So you need to learn the language. And that's one of the reasons why this book's above my head, Copywriting Secrets. It's all about copy. What are you putting in your advertising? Number three, content you produce. So the content you produce, I'm producing content all the time. As you know, every day, the daily dose. So what kind of content are you producing? So again, that mimics what you're doing. If I was sat here, and this is not me, I've got a camera now, I've got a background, I've got you know all the kind of the bells and whistles, a mic, I started with a phone. But as you level up, start to think, how can I invest in better equipment? Because the higher produced content, attracts, it just does, it attracts a more qualified customer that you want to work with. So, and also the way you speak and what you message you're saying, what message you're putting out there. Are, is your messaging, your content you're putting out via, this can be podcasts, this can be um, videos, this can be written word. What quality, are you speaking the same language? And again, that goes back to copywriting, but content is more produced on a daily basis, a weekly basis, whenever you put your content out. So it's number three. And number four, and I love number five, by the way. So it's how don't for number five. I learned that recently. I was like, oh my God, mind blown. So number four is the kind of team you're building. So that's similar to branding. So what team are you building? Who's in your team? If you outsource work, are they outsourcing it in the correct way? Have they got the right messaging around that? Are you building a culture that actually resonates with your audience? Because again, if you're bringing people on board who are not on the same page as you and misalignment, like I said at the start, that reflects the kind of clients they're going to attract because they're doing maybe some of the legwork. Maybe they're doing the sales calls. And if your sales team on a sales call is not engaged, not talking about kind of language and not speaking to the dream client's aspirations, then you're going to get, again, a misalignment. So not just about you, but your team around you as well. So everyone has to be on the same page. Now, number five, this is an easy, easy win. So this is one we can automate it before you take clients on or take the phone call, put something, a barrier in place because you don't want to take calls from every Tom, Dick and Harry. You want to take calls that are going to, you know, people have the money, you know, the budget, you know, that people have aspirations, they're ready to start, etc. And I learned this uh, probably a few days ago now, it's called BANT, B-A-N-T. So this was actually um, created by IBM in the 1950s. So this is like a sales model that they use. And it was all about these, so B being the budget. So does the person you're speaking to have the budget, right? And money conversations are always, not always, they can be difficult if you're not used to it. So the money thing tends to go on the end, Well, sometimes it might be best the questionnaire to put it at the front because you know straight away, can this person for, afford £6,000? Can this person afford £10,000? Can they afford £2,000? Whatever your price is or investment for your product or service, but you need to have that pre-qualified. Do they have the funds to actually invest? All right, now, very important, put that at the front because that will disqualify a lot of people straight away 
if you're attracting the wrong kind of person and then you only deal with the people you who have the budget to you want to deal with that's number one but there's also other caveats people might have a money but still be an absolute dickhead all right number two authority do they have the authority to make that decision because I co-own a business with Farah, in that business, I have to ask her or we have to discuss it together. So that is very important. So do you have, or does the potential client have the authority to make that decision? Are they the person who's a team member who's doing the, you know, the, the legwork for the boss, if you like, or the leader, and they have to go back and report? You want to have the person who makes the decisions on the phone call. Very important. A lot of people miss that bit out and talk to anybody just to get the foot in the door, but talk to the person who's going to make the decisions. That's authority. Number three, the need. Do they actually have a need? Is there a need you can fulfill? A desire you can actually, yeah, fulfill? Is there is there a problem they have? And at this point, you only want to deal with big problems. If someone's got a small problem like uh, what to post on social media, that's a tiny problem. A big problem is they're losing thousands of pounds per month or they're losing a client base or they haven't got an automated system, a sales model. So you need to think, is the need matched? Does your product or service match their needs? If it doesn't, again, there'll be a misalignment and there'll be, and the, all I want is a refund. This is wasn't what I bought. Nobody wants that. So you want to work with clients at that level, the higher level, who are in need or want needing to solve a bigger problem. And if you have the solution to that, great. Very important. And number four, the last one here is the timeline. Are they ready? Very important because they might have the budget, they might have the need, they might have the authority, but they're like, well, I, I don't have the money now, I'm collecting later, or I'm not ready to start yet, I've got a lot of issues going on, or I don't have the time, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you want to make sure they're ready to start. And the statistic was, one of the guys I was listening to said, 90, I think it was 95% of his clients who said they're ready bought something. So he disregarded the rest who said they weren't ready to buy. Now, I've been there before where I was chasing people who weren't ready to buy, but that is a downward spiral. That's the wrong way around. You want to make sure they are ready and are willing and are able. They're 10 out of 10. They're ready to make that move. Cool. So just to recap, they're the kind of five ways to qualify clients. It's number one, branding. What kind of messaging you're putting out there in terms of what are people saying about you? Two, your advertising message, the money you're spending on your but on your advertising facebook instagram whatever you're doing number three the content you produce daily weekly monthly whatever it is but the content you're producing must disqualify a lot of people and qualify a lot of people that's what marketing is is a disqualification process number four the kind of team you're building around you so remember you've got a, as a leader you've got to create the same messaging for your team they've got to be on the same page as you and if they're not then you need to one, manage the expectations or start to manage that person out because they're only going to be a rotten apple and a bunch of amazing people. And you don't want that. No one wants a rotten apple. And number five, questionnaire. So to pre-qualify them, Bants, B-A-N-T. So budget, authority, need, and timeline. Super, super crucial. Make sure you've got all four of those before you move the client forward onto a phone call. Now, if this episode is useful, let me know in the comment section if you're watching live and if you're watching on the replay just put hashtag replay and obviously it's a podcast show so if you listen to me on a podcast show hit me up a-f-r-o-n-d-i-r-i-t-u give me a tag on facebook instagram linkedin and let me know what you thought of today's daily dose brought to you every single day 10 to 12 minutes on my secrets and how i'm building a six-figure business awesome as i always say at the end of every single show take control of life before life takes control of you Woo! 
Thank you for listening to today's Daily Dose. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider giving a five-star review. We need to stop the car, stop walking the dog, stop eating breakfast, and scroll down on iTunes right to the bottom and just write a five-star review. I'd really appreciate your feedback on today's episode. And I'll catch you guys in tomorrow morning's Daily Dose. Right, go write the review, man. You know it makes sense.